Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 123. Today, I'm going to talk about weather and witchcraft and how I use weather in my practice and some ideas maybe for you. Um, I also would love if you guys share your weather wet. Weather witch <laughs> practices with us as well. So if you want to post those in the witchy woman friends group or in the coven, please do so. I think it'd be awesome if we could learn from each other. But first, let's smoke clear. I have a brand new um, bundle of rosemary that we're going to use today. I love the way rosemary crackles when you burn it. Okay, so, ah, uh, it smells so good. I'm such a basic bitch. Like, this to me smells amazing. That's why I grow rosemary, so that I can do this. <laughs> Today, we are gonna draw, or I'm gonna draw, I don't have any mouse in my pocket. Anyway, um, <laughs> something that my grandma used to say a lot. Anyway, I'm gonna draw from the Sacred Hags Oracle deck. Um, and this is by Danielle Dolsky in the illustrations by Janine Hausman. This is an amazing deck. It's really, really beautiful and I connect really nicely with it. I've been using it kind of in private just so I could get to know the deck, but um, it is called again, the Sacred Hags Oracle deck um, and that is by Danielle Dolsky. Let's do a little shuffling. Okay, let's draw us a card. I cut three times, don't know why. Okay, we got the House of the Yaga. And number 56 on the card. So if you have this deck, you can look up, um, just go straight to card number 56. This is a beautiful card. It is blues and greens and purples, and it has this beautiful house. And the symbolizing, of this, to me, this house means uh, a return to home. If you're feeling nostalgic for times that, that was, if you're reconnecting with people you had lost track of or lost contact with. Um, I feel like this is kind of a Mercury thing too. You look back and things from your past pop up. So if that's happening, take a deep breath, discern who is okay to come back to and who is not okay to let back into your life. Um, it also points to remembering your magic and remembering when you were a kid when everything was magic like you could make a potion out of mud and weeds and stir it up and that was pure magic to my five-year-old self so this is um asking you to find what magic is in your everyday life what can help you go back to that childhood type innocence that believes that's mad that magic isn't everything um, I feel like this is a beautiful card, and it's a reminder to us all, take a, take a deep breath, relax, and let it, let it happen. Let that magic come into your life and remember what that feels like. 
Um, Danielle wrote an amazing um, spell that goes along with this. So, like, with each card, she has a little um, description of the card in in only a way that she could write it. <laughs> um, um, kind of a, a, a ritual that you could do. And then a, a beautiful poem. And I want to read you guys this poem. So it says, Grandmother, whose names I do not know, tonight I pray to you. I pray I remember the ways of the storytelling crone and tap into a more mythic memory. I pray you find me in my dreams and speak which to me. I pray you sing me into a deeper sleep with your heathen tongue. I pray with my whole heart and soul, I pray that I wake the wildest version of myself I have ever been. So mote it be. Ooh, her writing gives me goosebumps. It's so beautiful. I, I, yeah, I could only wish I could write like a third or a half or a quarter even as good as she does because that's just, it just, it writes itself into my soul, I swear, every time I read her words. But I'll stop fangirling now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so let's go on and let's talk about weather in witchcraft. Here in Nebraska, the weather has been so freaking hot and humid. Um, so it's inevitable that a storm is going to be coming soon. I and mean, a few days ago, I got jars ready to collect storm water just in case one might roll through. Because it usually takes... I don't know. Sometimes it takes just a day or two of really hot, humid um, weather to produce a storm. Sometimes it's less. It's it's so chaotic and sporadic here in Nebraska as far as that goes. So I had everything ready so that if a storm would come through, I could collect some water. And I was thinking about that as I was actually, you know, getting that ready that maybe we should talk about weather and its place in witchcraft for some practitioners. Um, I know that not everybody wants to work with the weather, and that's fine. I just wanted to share what I do and ask you if you do anything different so we can learn from each other. Um, anyway, <laughs> we get all four seasons here in a very distinct way. Um, winter is cold as fuck uh, at times. Summer is hot and humid as fuck. <laughs> then we get spring and fall, which are usually beautiful and are my favorite times of the year here in Nebraska. So with each season, there's different weather, weather, blah, blah. I can't talk today or make my words sound right. So if I stumble a lot, I'm just going to blame it on mercury and not the copious amounts of coffee I had this morning. So anyway, returning to my statement. So with each season, there are different weather patterns and pre precipitation produced. So let's start with snow. Snow is amazing for spells that you'd like to freeze someone's actions against you, rendering their spells ineffective. It's also a beautiful transformative form of water. So if you're looking for some change in your life, snow is a beautiful, beautiful element for that purpose. It also cleanses and purifies. If you have ever been able to stand out in, like on your front porch after a snowstorm when it's super still like no no wind and feel the peace that just kind of surrounds you like a blanket um you know how powerful snow is um need to release something make a snowball name it whatever it is maybe it's resentment or anger or whatever it is you want to get rid of 
you want to release. Really feel that emotion and then toss that sucker as far as you can. <laughs> um, I do this and it is so freaking therapeutic. One, it makes me move my body and get outside when it's cold and I don't want to. But also, it's just, it gives that action to your intention and I feel like that's very powerful. So during the winter months, I spend a lot of time collecting snow for maybe some spells that I want to do in the summertime, even if it's just so I can like channel some of that cold and not like maybe bring a colder front in, that kind of thing. If you're a weather witch, if you work with weather spells, it's nice to work with elements that correspond with what you want to produce. So if it's in the summertime and I really want a rainstorm and I want a temperature drop, maybe I'll do a spell for rain and involve that snow that I collected in the wintertime to help represent the temperature that I would like. Like, of course, I'm not wanting snow in the summertime, but it does represent a cooler climate and I feel like it's really a good transformative um, element to work with. Then we have spring. Um, spring in Nebraska is really, man, it's honestly, it's a toss up. Some years we have beautiful springs and it's like, you know, the weather turns, you know, beautiful birds are chirping, blah, blah, blah. And then we go straight from, you know, the normal progression of spring to summer. And then sometimes Nebraska goes, you know what, let's give you like two weeks of spring and then give you a blizzard. Um, so you never know what you're going to get in the spring, <laughs> but this year it was actually, it's actually been great. Um, we didn't have any big blizzards or anything. And that was so, so amazing because the last two years we've had these things called, I guess they're calling them bomb cyclones now instead of winter um, blizzards. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. So uh, spring rains are a source of life for new vegetation that's sprouting, water for the rivers and lakes, um, like all the snow starts to melt into the rivers to fill up the lakes and so much potential for manifesting fertility, which I know isn't always babies. It can mean abundance and prosperity as well. I really like to collect that first spring rain. I, I think that's amazing um, energy. Um, and I use that for like offerings for my spring spells as I plant the seeds of my intention for the season and the year. I will use that water to water some of my plants or seedlings that I'm starting. Um, sometimes I pour some in an offering bowl. I'll drink some of it <laughs> during spells that I'm wanting to um, put some really beautiful uh, transformation energy into it. I'm also supposed to say, do not drink rainwater. It may be unsafe. Like that's my disclaimer. Don't do what I do. Anyway. <laughs> I use it to dip my fingers in and draw sigils over my windows and doors in the spring. And I also use it in ritual baths. It has a vibrant, like new beginning type energy to it. And if you can pair a spring rain with a new moon, it is an incredible energy to use. I was lucky to get that this year. And that jar of water is going to be like used super sparingly because you can hold like when I hold the jar it's just like zaps you with like amazing energy <laughs> so basically I use any kind of spring rain 
for spells that I am looking to plant my seeds of intention for the year. If I have a long-term um, goal about my business, if I have um, a goal of weight loss or help being healthy or whatever my goal is and it's something that I'm changing, I'm it's my new beginning type spells, that's when I'm going to use this kind of, of water. Then we have summer. Summer here is pretty freaking awful. Like, take a few showers a day awful. I don't know. People in the South, it's you guys got it worse. I used to, I lived in Pensacola, Florida for just a hot minute. Um, and oh my God. Ah, uh, yeah. Y'all got it bad. Anyway. So, <laughs> this is a very powerful solar energy at this time. So when it's hot and it's just crazy, crazy um, hot and humid and it's awful and you just can't take it anymore, think about how powerful the sun is to make you that hot. <laughs> so I know that in the winter months, I'm gonna have days, I'm mad at the cold temperatures and I'm gonna be depressed. So during the summer months, on a super freaking hot day, I will select a few crystals that correspond with solar energy or happiness or joy or whatever. Um, I love to use citrine and carnelian. Um, I'll set them outside for a day to soak up the intense solar rays of the summer. And then in the winter, I can carry or meditate with these crystals to channel some of that solar energy into my energetic, energetic self, my energetic body, or um, lift my mood. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like I'll do this and I swear I can feel like my solar plexus just warming up and brightening up. With, uh, with doing this, be aware that sometimes the sun will fade certain crystals though, um, and, or change their color. I, I have a few tumbles that I use, nothing big that I would be pissed off if the color went wonky on. So just be aware of that. I wouldn't, it will change citrine. It will change certain other minerals. So just, you know, use the Googles. <laughs> um, summer lightning storms are one of my favorite times to do spell work for empowerment. The surge of electricity in the air in Nebraska is palpable. Like you can go outside and you can feel the electricity. You can smell it. I don't know how to explain the smell of a lightning storm, but it's, it's so, uh, exhilarating it like gets my adrenaline going it's it feels crazy good so during these summer lightning spells the it just it charges the atmosphere like literally and boosts power in spells and rituals the rainwater from these storms are very well suited for spells to remove blocks uh, spells that are in need of energy that is very projecting so moving forward and projecting outward and for personal power and balance like literally lightning comes from above and below. Um, it's a really cool thing to watch if you're able to get close to lightning. Please do it safely. Don't get zapped and then sue me. Um, so I'm just going to say don't do what I do <laughs> as a CYA. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. You can actually see the ground. Um, if you get close enough or if you're unfortunately close enough to see this, you will see the the spark of lightning actually in the ground when it comes down and then bounces back up. So it's as above, so below. It's freaking cool as hell. 
If you're lucky enough to see exactly where it struck, you can go um, later when it's safe and not yucky outside. Um, you can go see if it left you a little present. It will like melt the sand depending on where you're at. We live in the sand hills of Nebraska, so you can get those little, I don't know, little lightning gobs of sand that's been um, melted. I know there's a name for those, and I can't remember what it's, I think it starts with an F, but my mind is all over the place today. So, yeah. I will either do spells and rituals during this time or I will collect the water and I save it for special occasions for like really big spells and rituals that I need a good power boost for. Hail often accompanies summer storms here and I just literally this morning had the chance to collect some hail. Hail is another transformative form of water. It changes to ice up there in the clouds before it falls to the earth. So I find just that is freaking fascinating to me. Hail is a destructive force of nature here. It destroys <laughs> um, crops. It can just obliterate your vehicles. It screws up roofs of houses. Roofs. Is it roofs or roofs? I don't know. Roofs. Roofs. Uh, whatever. Anyway, it'll screw up your house. <laughs> it'll smash your siding, break windows if it gets big enough. Um, and that's totally happened here. Um, luckily, this the one this morning was pretty small. Like I think the the largest hailstone that I saw before I went outside and collected was like the size of a like a nickel, which isn't bad. I use hail. I'll collect that for spells and rituals that. I want to use it's like a defense against somebody or against whatever. Um, I'll collect the hail. I melt it. You know, it's going to melt down and then I can use the water later. You can refreeze it if you'd like to. I love to use it for return to sender spells, like to freeze a stalker's intentions and emotions towards me and to signify change in spells because it transforms. It's a really cool element to work with and um, yeah. It's one of my favorites at the moment to play with. <laughs> if you look at a, at a piece of hail, um, especially if one is like smashed in half, you will see it's got rings like an onion because that little droplet of water froze and then one, and it collects and it gets bigger and bigger as it falls down. So you can see the different places and rings of it that it collected. It's so cool. Sometimes there'll even be like debris inside the hail that, it, you know, that was in the air when it, when it formed. It's really, really cool. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on to wind. So wind, high winds are pretty much a given here where I live. <laughs> um, so I do work with the wind often. Wind is super cleansing. I love to stand in the wind and then just visualize all the shit energy blowing away or my bad mood leaving, or even a habit that I want to get rid of. The wind is a beautiful energy to work with. I always um, love to go outside, especially right before a storm. You, the wind really will ramp up here, and I go outside, and I will just feel its power and kind of use the wind to empower myself, especially, like right now I'm going through a lupus um, flare-up, so I feel like shit. Um, it includes a lot of pain, a lot of fatigue, and I have a hard time staying awake past like three o'clock in the afternoon. So if there is a storm coming, I will go out and soak up as much of that storm wind as I possibly can. And it, it is exhilarating. It's, I probably am a storm adrenaline junkie. I'm like, I'm half ter terrified of them, but also I, I love them. It's a love hate thing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you can also use the wind and spells. 
Um, I like to use the wind to help me get the fuck out of this place and travel. So I'll stand in the wind and release my wishes for travel, feeling that freeing energy of being in the place that I want to go. So most of the time that's like the Black Hills. I love to go to Colorado and go to the mountains there. I, I just love to be out in the mountains and we don't have those in Nebraska. So I, I love doing that. It's a simple thing, but it's very effective. Uh, I highly recommend if you've got something that you really want to do or travel to, go out and ask the wind to carry your intentions out into the universe and to bring them into fruition. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is tornadoes <laughs> or are tornadoes. Sorry. I feel like at this time I need to put out a disclaimer about tornadoes. If you are in or around an area that is in a tornado watch or you see a tornado, please seek shelter immediately. Please don't risk your life for a spell. <laughs> Having said that, uh, I will tell you that um, my crazy Midwestern witch ass um, does go out during big storms and... Um, I work with tornado energy at first of course I freak the fuck out and then remember I'm safe <laughs> um so for example so if our area ends up in like a tornado watch or a warning I do leave out a crystal or two and a jar for water collection yes we are those crazy people that stand outside and watch tornadoes we have a sh uh, a cellar to shelter in if we really feel like it's getting too close. It's not a big deal. All of our animals can fit down there. Um, but it, the energy is so freaking potent. I love it. Much like a lightning storm, but like amplified and more chaotic. Some of the most powerful spells I've done were performed during a time when a tornado was in our area. The wind feels different. The sky turns like this beautiful shade of like blue green. Hail often falls. And then right before the tornado comes, there'll be this weird moment of stillness where the raging winds will just stop. It's like they turn an off switch and they're just done. The trees will start to settle and it will be eerily silent. The birds are not, nothing. Like out here I have birds all the time tweeting and screaming at each other. And when this happens, they all are quiet. They're like, oh shit. So I, and I love it. I should be terrified, but I'm not. <laughs> I went to school um, in Kansas when I was just for a little bit in college and we would literally sit on the top of our dorm buildings and watch the tornadoes as they pass through. Like the thing would go off, like the little tornado whistle would go off and like, oh, everybody go to the, um, they had the certain places that each dormitory was assigned to to go to if there were a tornado but we stood on the roof and watched it we're like if it gets close it's not that far to run we'll be fine <laughs> which is probably really stupid but whatever so this energy is amazing to to open up and realize potential and possibilities because when a tornado is in the area anything is possible weird things happen um when tornadoes roll through and if you have something you want so bad, you can taste it, manifest during a tornado, during tornado season. Be specific, and I always put a harm none thing um, kind of in built into my spells because it is very chaotic. Um, uh, I love it, though. I am basically a tornado in a person form. <laughs> so uh, I, I really love the energy, and I feel like when I'm 
outside during tornado season when I know there's one in the, on the ground. I just feel very in tune with the earth and the weather at that moment. So I just, yeah. Anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop gushing about tornadoes because I know they're fucking destructive and they hurt people and they kill people and they hurt livestock. And I don't love them like that. Like, I wish that people didn't have to perish because of a tornado. So if anybody has lost anybody during a tornado, I'm very sorry. I'm not diminishing your experience in any way. I'm just sharing my experience with this particular weather um, pattern. So I guess this one's going to be a little shorter than normal. I think I've only been rambling on for about 25 minutes, <laughs> but I wanted to share your weather magic with you. I think that's uh, something that's absolutely beautiful. You don't have to buy anything. It's out there. It's weather. You can work with it. Um, and it's always just felt like second nature to me. I, it feels empowering and a beautiful energy to work with. Um, and I feel like it's transformative in any in any form I feel like it's transformative energy so if you go if you work with weather and different forms of precipitation can you share that in the witchy woman friends group or in the coven I would love 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 to learn from each other I am not the be-all end-all in witchcraft knowledge I learn new things all of the time because no one can know all the things right (laughs) So I'm learning all the time and I feel like the best way for us to support a an evolving and beautiful community is to learn from each other instead of um, what I normally I see a lot of, well, this is how I do it because I learned it from so-and-so and that is the, you know, it's written in stone. That's how you do it. My way is better than yours. That kind of stuff has to stop. Um it doesn't help anybody. It's hurts our community. So let's all let's all get along. Can we can we please can we please get along <laughs> and just start learning from each other, learning to respect each other's boundaries, respect closed practices, don't make up excuses if you get caught doing things that you thought was okay and actually it's a closed practice. I'm seeing that a lot like I've, I've done things myself. Like I used to use white sage and I just don't use it anymore. Um, whether you believe that it's a, an item that is used for a closed practice or not, I decided there's enough things I can burn. I don't need to use white sage. <laughs> I can use the shit that I grow in my garden. I can buy from different sellers online that that use things like rosemary, um, yerba santa. I love, love, love the smell of that. Um, I went out and made my own lilac bundles this year because I felt like that would be kind of cool to, to incorporate into my practice. So I don't know how the fuck I got off on that tangent. But anyway... I'll just leave that there because I'm not really sure where that came from. (laughs) I think I'm just seeing a lot of it. I just, before this episode, before I started um, yapping, I was on TikTok and it's called, like every other video is about um, drama of some sort where one person said, this is how you do something and the other person didn't like it. And then it's just a, it's crazy drama over there. It's ridiculous. It reminds me of the drama that um, we had to witness uh when my daughter was in high school it's it's and these are like the this drama is coming from like grown-ass people (laughs) grown-ass witches so 
my advice, because somebody did ask, actually a few, few people have messaged and said like, okay, so I, I practice witchcraft. I do things that I'm not sure if it's a um, closed practice or not. What should I do? You should find somebody in that practice that you feel is closed and ask them. So if I had problems with feeling okay to use the, the stuff that was in the Bruharia book. Um, so that's why I asked um, the author. I asked J. Allen Cross. I said, hey, is it okay for somebody that is like Brad calls it graveyard tan. I am white as white. Uh, is it okay for me to use the spells and things and the techniques that are in his book, uh, American Brujeria? Is that cultural appropriation? And he answered. He's like, no, it's fine. As long as you're not for him. This is his perspective on Brujeria, which is um, a Mexican folk magic. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back few months and you'll see it there anyway (laughs) he said as long as you're not saying oh well now I'm a bruja now I'm an expert in this and now I'm going to teach other people these techniques yeah that's not okay but if you're going to use it in your personal practice and you're not appropriating anyone's deities you're not appropriating their um claiming that as yours then it's fine but I need I need to stress that you should ask so don't take that as the God's honest truth either. Um, take Ask people and, and then ask yourself, what do I feel like? Is it okay? Should I be doing that? <laughs> and if you feel icky doing it, don't do it. That's how I feel about White Sage. Um, I just feel icky when I realized what was happening and the controversy around. I'm like, fuck it. It's created its own like crap energy around the subject and from everybody trying to justify their uses of it or it's just ridiculous um there are so many herbs in the world to burn burn something else um probably gonna get some shit for this last little tirade (laughs) this last little little bit of um crazy uh babble that's coming out of my mouth at this point. I'm not going to erase it. I'm not going to delete it. We're going to leave it in there because that is me today. I am all freaking over the place. Um, one, I got to play outside and there was a storm today. So there was a hail and I stood outside and I was covering up all my plants with different buckets and pots and things so they didn't get destroyed. And in the meantime, like I'm getting pelted by, <laughs> by hail. I'm soaked. But I felt like, I was like, oh my gosh, this feels great. Like I got inside and I'm soaking and I'm freaking cold because that is some cold rain. But I felt amazing and energized. And then I had two pots of coffee. Um, And then one of those little V8 um, energy drinks that are like fruity. So, just letting you know that's what I've got surging through my veins at this moment. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop rambling. I do want to tell you in the coven, we have some things coming up. We have uh, some witchcrafting zooms. One is going to be um, crystals for the chakra. And then the other one that we have scheduled is wild crafting. So um, we have a coven member that's going to talk about wild crafting or pillaging, whichever one you're going to call it. <laughs> and how you can, how can you do it safely? What are some sites and resources to, to look at when you're thinking about wild crafting in your area? And um, we have ha- the other 
Zoom with the crystals, chakra crystals, is going to be presented by another coven member. So she's going to have all kinds of crystals to show and and show the examples of and correlate with each chakra and what their uses are. I'm really excited for that because who doesn't love crystals? <laughs> and next month is one of the quarter months. So you have co the coven citrine members have their 30-minute um readings with me that month and then we also have in um the group not the coven group but uh the citrine group we're going to have um Danae Pena um of Lunasol Oracle on Instagram she's going to do a group Reiki for everybody so I'm very very excited so we do have all that coming up if you want to join the coven go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven I also have new merch I made a bunch of new merch with pillaging on it so I made like bags like little totes that say pillaging bag or let's go pillaging um I made a couple fun stickers that are different subjects so I've got some stickers and some um bags up on um tea public I believe but if you just go to my my uh, bio link and instagram and click on uh, merch that's where it's at so hit me up on instagram witchy woman podcast i'm also on tiktok uh at witchy woman pod you can get me on twitter danae underscore sweet underscore and if you are driving and you cannot remember these <laughs> then they're on my website just click on the little links um the icons on my website homepage anyway that's all I got, so until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.